And now it's time for Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague. Presented by BetMGM. Hey, good evening. Back to the Futures with you yet again here on the BetQL Network. I am one of the two hosts on the show, Brandon Sprague, over here in Portland, Oregon, and my great co-host Lucy Burge over there in Boston, Massachusetts, here for an evening cap of the divisional round to talk about what we saw this weekend. Uh, we'll give you live updates throughout. Uh, unfortunate for somebody like myself who has a rooting interest in the game. The, the game is not wrapped yet. So kind of keeping an eye on this Dallas San Francisco game, which feels like kind of an instant slugfest classic. Uh, but Lucy will, will update people. We'll talk about all the action. How was your weekend so far? How, how's the betting gone? Cause I, I seem to be Jekyll and Hyde yesterday. I was pretty high today. I'm, I'm hoping to be pretty Jekyll, which, you know, I, well, actually, I guess that'd be the reverse, but, uh, or no, what I, for, no, I, I had that right. I'm sorry. I'm all over the yeah. place. Yeah. It was Dr. Jet. No, I'm forgetting now as Dr. We, Jekyll as we, well, and Mr. Mr. Hyde. Hyde. So doctors yeah. sounds better than Mr. Hyde <laughs> is bad. I think would probably maybe anyway, there's Dr. Frankenstein and his mother. There's you know, all sorts of yes. things. My betting yes. has gone absolutely spectacularly, Sprague. I am 3-0 and in bets so far this weekend in the playoffs after going 0-3 on Friday, uh, where a lot of people online told me to quit. And I was like, nope, you know what? I'm not going to do that. And so I didn't, and now I'm 3-0. and uh, but you know, mm-hmm. hopefully this this goes my way because we are both on the 49ers, of course. Um, but my thoughts are with you, Sprague, with this game because you just must be on the absolute edge of your seat. Um, as I said before this started, this game feels like it's going by fast, but it actually, now looking at the time, is going very slow. But all the other games mm-hmm. this this weekend have seemed to have gone very fast for some reason. But this one seems a little bit more of a slog. <laughs> I would think. Yeah, no, uh, it does. The fourth quarter just started. Dallas has already moved their way way down the field on San Francisco. Big chunk plays. Zeke, two Zeke runs, and now CeeDee Lamb's caught about a 15-yard pass. So Dallas is already deep in San Francisco territory. Looks like they're around the 27-yard line as they're looking to try to tie this game at 16-9. to This is going to be one of the biggest yeah. tests of my life. Uh, mm-hmm. I already have choked away on the open, Lucy. I don't know what's going to happen in the next hour because this quarter, I'd imagine, is going to go about an hour. Yeah, um, this is already but, just a couple minutes in. This is crazy. It is well, I just, pretty I, long. I, I didn't have a great Saturday. I you mm. know, Full disclosure, did not have a good Saturday. I had the Giants in a lot of action and oh, uh, you know teases yes, yes, yes. and parlays. And I, I was kind of a believer in the Giants stuff. I, I fell for the trap. Um, and then I, I, I just didn't – I didn't have success. Saturday was not mm. a good day. And so I said, you know what? I'm going hard on Sunday. I bet the Bengals straight up on the money line. Yes, love it. 49ers. Yep. So I got a money line parlay with them as well with the 49ers. Um, I took the uh, the under in that game. That hit. And now I have the over in San Francisco. But I don't even care if, if they hit the over. <laughs> I, I just want right. the good guys in red to win right now. So that's my weekend in a nutshell <laughs> for the divisional round. Yes. So I also had the Bengals yesterday and uh, no, Bengals today, sorry, the Jaguars uh, yesterday and, uh, and the Eagles. So I loved my Saturday, but I know for, for many, at, initially last week I was on the Giants and then I thought about it as the week progressed and I thought, you know what? The vibes were so high Saturday morning, no official pick for the Giants. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take the Eagles because I felt the mm, vibes were strong good call. for the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. The thing, the thing, the thing with the Bulls, I, I know. Though, hey, wait, wait. I don't want to interrupt you real quick. Yeah. Let me just throw out yeah, real yeah. quick for the audience that's 
new to the show. I know why you thought the vibes were good for the Eagles. Do you want to tell the people why you thought that? Why or do you did not I even think know? that? Because I don't even know, quite frank. Oh, yes. What, oh, what I do in... know. I do know. Here's the thing, though. I did not know this at the time. At the time, oh, I did okay. not know that Sirianni showed the team 8 Mile per my ladies and gentlemen. Of course, he saw this, my suggestion on Twitter. Because what he showed them before, I honestly can't remember what movie that was that he showed them. Right. But I thought, you know what? They would have won this game if he showed them 8 Mile. And then, lo and behold, he showed them the battle scene in 8 Mile, which will get you you pumped up for anything i would run through a brick wall after watching the battle scene in eight mile which has some of the most prolific lines in rap history might i say you've lined lines about yearbooks and private school and his real name is clarence and 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 all the papa doc stuff it is just it gives you chills to think about because eminem won that rap battle and then just walked home but anyway it's not a eight mile recap episode but it is um it, that will get you pumped up for anything so when i saw that i was like eagles by a million and lo and behold that is what occurred so that was i yeah, thought good I, for sirianni sirianni coach of the year <laughs> i did not i did not have that feel i'm an idiot uh i guess we would classify this as breaking news considering the situation brett maher was trotted out for the cowboys to kick a 50 a no. 43 yard field goal 16-9 he nailed it i mean it oh was like it wasn't like oh it's yeah, he. It wasn't like it squeaked in. Like that was a. It was a tried and true kick. Like that. That went straight through the uprights. Uh, so maybe mm. maybe Maher will play a factor here. But Dallas got stopped on third down, and uh, McCarthy opting to try to trust the kicker who was clearly going through a case of the yips for about a week, and uh, yeah. he hits it. So it's sixteen twelve, San Francisco now. Uh, it looks like there's about eleven minutes and some change in the fourth quarter. We'll continue to update you as this game is going on. I know all the other great shows today on our BetQL Sunday. Uh, uh, coverage have continued to update everybody on what's going on and obviously uh, Cincinnati and Buffalo and, and now Dallas uh, in San Francisco. I, I want to start, let's pivot real quick. Let's, let's go to Saturday. Let's start at Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Cause I think by the end of the show, Lucy, we're going to have an idea of where San Francisco Dallas is going to be sitting. I want to start with Saturday. So I, I actually want to start with the giants and the Eagles and admitting on the air publicly, like, I don't know why I fell for it. I have no real like rhyme or reason outside of kind of bought some of the noise about Hertz maybe being more hurt than they let on. Uh, I didn't think the Eagles, I know their record would indicate the opposite, but I didn't think the Eagles really win the playoffs feeling all great and confident. Um, the bye clearly I think helped them. And Jonathan Gannon's defense had given up some points and some big plays in the last few weeks, including to the Dallas Cowboys. And so I kind of just thought Dayball would be able to get it going with Jones and Barkley a little bit, and we'd have kind of one of those back and forths where maybe Philadelphia survived. But I I fell for it, Lucy. I, I fell for it hook, line, and sinker, Giants plus seven and a half. And I would say about mm, roughly eight minutes into that game, I, I felt like a complete idiot. And I just – you kind of got a, a, a sense early on, Lucy, that that game was never going to be close, that Philadelphia was kind of – just an upper echelon of, of class in the NFL and the Giants. 
Yeah, but Sprague, to give you credit there, I can see why you would take that. I, I could see why you would buy into the Giants and the fact that they could cover that spread. And even throughout last week, I thought the same thing. I thought this is this would be a great underdog story. We saw what the Giants just did. So maybe they can do it again here against the Eagles. Maybe the Eagles will have an off day, fall apart. Anything can happen. A lot of underdog stories have happened. So maybe this could be one of them. But something about that, looking at the spread that morning, I thought Ked, I thought about the game actually playing out and thinking, could the Giants actually realistically cover this spread? It would be a great story, but could they? At the Eagles, I thought the Eagles are probably going to come out swinging, and I was like, you know what? They're, it's going to be the Eagles, right. I think. And so that's why I took them. But throughout the week, I thought, yeah, that would be, that's, would be during listening to people talk about it, looking at, at things that with the Giants, just looking at Twitter and optimism and things like that. It's like, yeah, maybe the Giants could do this. But ultimately i was like yeah the eagles will probably be what i'm going with here but i mean the thing with like the, i took the jaguars to cover i didn't think they were going to win or anything so yeah i was like jaguars to cover um and then eagles to win but yeah so so ultimately both of those things hit but it yeah i, I could see why the case is made to have taken the giants there it's well not I, super I saw crazy. in the chat no uh, well i mean in retrospect it kind of is like i'm, I'm okay Admitting that I, I make bad bets. Yeah, well, I, I fell for the trap, and the and the classic yeah. trap was ride the wild card story. Uh, my whole, I mean, my whole like adult life, basically the Giants have been, hey, we don't go to the playoffs, but when we do, we win the Super Bowl and beat one of the greatest teams in NFL history. Like that's kind of what the Giants are in my brain, even though we're years removed from Strahan and Eli. It's a good note by by Zach. He says everybody in New York, and Zach is obviously based out of New York saying people kind of just talking about the Giants going into that game like they were the 20, 2007 and 2011 Giants and how disrespectful that is. And that's that's true because those teams won the Super Bowl. But but the real, I think, uh, indictment of, of my, my bet and anybody else that may have teased with the Giants or bet the Giants on the money line or the seven and a half, what have you, I think the real indictment is I, I knew, I knew from watching the season, the Minnesota Vikings were one of the more fraudulent teams in the league. The record yes. in no way indicated a team. They were the worst DVOA metric team going into the playoffs. They had like six games that they won that were one score, one possession type games. That never happens in a season. It almost makes you think it's going to go the opposite way next year. Their defense was not good at all. And yet, because the Giants went in there and won, Lucy, I fell for it. And I'm yeah. kicking myself yesterday watching this because I was back and forth on Jacksonville and Kansas City. I liked the under in that game. I, I wasn't sold on Kansas City, but I wasn't sold on Jacksonville. So I only I kind of stayed away. But the giant thing, I'm, I'm just upset I fell for it because I've been on my own radio show. I've been on this show talking all year. Minnesota's a fraud. And I still fell for the Giants beating them as some indication that they could beat the number one seeded Philadelphia Eagles. Well, Minnesota was more fraudish than the Giants ever were. The Giants seemed had sparks of being for real. So that's where I don't think it's that crazy to have fallen for it. Because if I didn't make like a, almost a split second decision on Saturday morning to pick the Eagles and basically just like maybe that tweet was written by the universe basically when I tweeted out my picks because I was like, oh, I did take the Eagles, right? Like it was kind of like, yeah, because throughout the week I was like, oh, the Giants. But then it was almost like something told me the Eagles are just looking at it and thinking like, yeah, the Eagles are, are going to cover here. But it's really not that crazy to have fallen for it because crazier things have happened. So I 
I know that kicking yourself is what you do after you lose something like that, but Mm -hmm. it's not super crazy to me to have taken the Giants there because yes, right away you would think, okay, this is, this is the Eagles that we know and that's what they came here to do where the Giants are the Giants and everything kind of evens out here. But the Giants could have easily come out just absolutely blasting and blowing doors and they, uh, they didn't, but they could have. So it's not the craziest yeah. bet I've ever heard. Spring. What did, what did you make? Uh, I kind of fast forwarded past Saturday's first game, which was Jacksonville, Kansas city. Talk about games. that took forever. Jeez, Louise, oh that game was God. long. Um, a great, a great back. One of the more legendary backdoor covers that I can remember in playoff <laughs> history, a field goal Amazing. in a two score game, taking the points when you can get them knowing you still got to get the tutty. Doug Peterson grabs the opportunity to cover against the spread and the field goal at the end there covers the eight and a half. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, high ankle sprain in this game. His his leg looked broken to me. I think my leg, the bone goes through the skin if that's me. I don't know how these guys survive those hits in those moments. He toughs it out. Chad Henney fills in for him for a possession, drives the longest drive in Kansas City Chiefs playoff history, 99-yard drive. And honestly, when you boil it all down, that was kind of the difference. Chad Henney's drive basically won that game for Kansas. Well, that and a fumble, but Chad Henney's drive really kind of helped seal it points-wise for Kansas City. Yes, so bone through the skin is called a compound fracture, and Patrick Mahomes looked very injured, but he also looked very, very angry and he wanted to he was going to play that game if even if his foot fell off he was going to make sure he was going back in that game and that was another one that morning and throughout the week I was still on the Jaguars to cover and that's when I was like vibes are are high for the Jaguars here too and I thought about how that game would play out as well the Jaguars cover the Chiefs don't always cover and their games are a little bit closer the Jaguars have done Kind of the, the, not impossible, but more than we expect them to throughout the season. So I thought the Jaguars can cover this a little bigger of a bigger spread. And it did take forever, that game. And thankfully, it ended with a Jaguars backdoor cover. Um, so that was also very good that, you know, the ja- I'm tough for Jaguars fans, though. There are a few Jaguars fans I saw that, I mean, they wanted them to outright win. And you forget if you have sure. them on the, to cover the spread, like, oh, they didn't actually win. But it feels like they did because you win your bet. So it it's right. uh yeah, but I, it was it's tough to be a Jaguars fan, but not a Jaguars better that day. I think I, I think at least the Jag fan, I think what they could hold on to, Lucy, is we had the number one pick in the draft, and we made the divisional round in the playoffs, and we came back from twenty seven nothing. Like I totally get what you're saying. I think when you're in the playoffs, we've all seen crazy things in the NFL our whole lives. We just kind of never put it past. Like I heard people all week poo-pooing every, like, two of the four games. Oh, the Giants-Eagle game. Now, they were right about that. That game was awful. But, like, poo-pooing Jacksonville's chances, they had opportunities. If Agnew doesn't fumble, I mean, they cut that to a a three-point game, and then you got Mahomes on a bum ankle. Like, I don't know. And so it's the playoffs are that thin a margin where you can be that close. I still think Jacksonville, that's a great season. That is a great first season for Doug Peterson. You made strides late in the season defensively. Um, and, and I thought, you know, Lawrence struggled in that wild card game. He came back and being able to do yeah. that, I think shows a lot of moxie and, and, and guts. Exactly. They went way farther than they were expected to. And Trevor Lawrence is a leader. He showed that he was able to shine without urban Meyer. And I think that's the big thing about the Jaguars season yeah. two. 
Uh, San Francisco, second and five, a handoff here, and it looks like they'll be short on uh, third down, so they'll be third and a couple yards, uh, seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. We'll keep you up to date on that. We got more Cincinnati, Buffalo, uh, and the division round, and now uh, uh, championship weekend coming up. Back to the Futures here on the BetQL Network and the Odyssey app. Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Start your day with a daily tip presented by BetMGM. Featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Remember back in the day when we used to talk about me wearing a BetMGM robe with a glorious line on the back, specially made, and I just never got that robe. So I'm putting it out there again. If you're listening at BetMGM, listen, don't do it for me. Do it for yourself. Make this a thing. Cashmere is what I'm imagining here. Soft to the touch, warm robes that you can wear all weekend. A weekend robe is what I'm looking for. Just imagine you put on your robe. It feels great. And the entire weekend, all you do is sip your drink. You watch a few games. You win your bets. And it's because of BetMGM. You feel like a man. You feel like you're going to win. You've got all your confidence because of that massive lion embroidered in gold on the back of your lovely robe. That still needs to happen. The Daily Tip. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The BetQL Network is taking over Arizona for football's biggest game. I've run my numbers, and it doesn't get better than this. That's why BetQL is taking over the BetMGM Sportsbook Monday through Friday right outside of the Cardinal Stadium. Kick off every day with BetQL Daily. All year long, we've waited for this week. It's time to cash in on some futures. The real question is, what color Gatorade will be on the winning coach? Then it's You Better You Bet with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. The prop king going to descend down from his royal throne to bless all of you with the best in wagertainment. Followed by Bet MGM Tonight with Trista Crick, Ryan Horvat, and Nick Ashu. We're just a touchdown throw away from the big game with loads of special guests and key insight to help you bet smarter. It's the BetQL Network, live from Arizona at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium, all week leading up to the big game. Presented by BetMGM on your home for wagertainment, the BetQL Network. Please bet responsibly. Get locked into You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM, with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Just to, like, not to, like, poke fun at you here, but it is kind of funny. You are basically, you are like Ray Romano. This is like everybody loves Raymond, like, decides he wants to get snowboard lessons on a sitcom and, like, breaks his wrist on the first lesson. Like, that's what happens on the first. Jerry Seinfeld would do this. This strikes me as probably like a Ross Geller on Friends, probably Ross more than Chandler, but you are like sitcom character who's like, you know what? I'm almost 40. I'm going to try snowboarding. Broken yeah. wrist immediately. Exactly. Immediately. Immediately. All that was right missing, out of the game. All that was missing was a trip yeah. to the Porsche dealership afterwards. That's a, or to go buy right. a motorcycle afterwards. Or get a tattoo, maybe. Or sure. get a tattoo. But the other midlife crisis. You better you bet. 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. 
All right, welcome back in San Francisco while we were on commercial break. Had to settle for a field goal. Dallas got a pretty big stop uh, around their own 10-yard line. And so um, San Francisco goes up, and uh, they're now up 19-12. Uh, to 12. There's three minutes left in this game. Dak Prescott coming out. He's got two picks in it. He's got a tutty. And now we might get the game decided on this next possession. We'll see what happens, and we'll keep you up to date. Uh, you might also just hear the up-to-date when I either am disappointed, <laughs> crying, or celebrating, depending on how this goes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Lucy, we, we have a lot to talk about tonight because of everything that's went on this divisional round. Um, we'll, we'll get to San Francisco and Dallas, I think, more towards the last segment of the night, just to get our thoughts as that game is kind of winding down here. Um, but I, I think before we get Zach on, we'll play guess the line here for the AFC Championship game. What was this kind of your first thought watching Buffalo look the way they did for most of today? Yes. As we await your live celebration uh, dance, I would assume um, the bills were, I had the Bengals again um, to cover that spread, but the bills, as did I, the, yes, we were holding hands on that one. The bills drop off after the Patriots game surprised me so much because I had the bills to win the Super Bowl and stuck with that. But after their last game, I was like, uh-oh, I don't know about this anymore. And that's why I took the Bengals, because they almost looked like they left everything in that Patriots game because of DeMar Hamlin, and their emotions were so high. And it was almost like they I – th- I thought they were going to be a team that just absolutely blew through the playoffs because of the adversity that they faced. Their teammate basically died on the field and then everything that his return and he was at the game today. I thought that could have propelled them through the playoffs. But after what we saw last week, I was like, I don't know if I could bet on the bills again. I don't think, I don't know Mm -hmm. if they can cover the spread. And if they, even if they win, I think the Bengals can keep this close, um, which is why I took the Bengals. But the drop off was very shocking to me. And I, I think maybe they were emotionally tired or something. I don't know. Something was very off. And I don't think they were overrated per se this season. I think the drop off, it felt to me like they were, it was up and up and up and then just straight down since, mm-hmm. since last two weeks ago, basically. So I'm just, I think it's surprising. The way the Bills ended their season yeah. is not how I expected them to. I would call it surprising. Yeah, I think early on, as a futures better, I had the Bills when we started the year. I liked them. I know they were the favorite in Vegas. They were favorite basically the whole season. Um, yeah. When we got close to the playoffs, you mentioned that New England game. Even the New England game, like, you need – oh, the Niners almost just got a pick six, and it was a dropped one there. Oh. Dak just almost threw it to Dre Greenlaw. Um, but even even that New England game, without Naheem Hines getting kick returns, New England has a shot to win that, if not wins it, right? So it's like even before that game – I thought Buffalo, they just they just couldn't execute, and they went to too many lulls during games where it was really hard to trust them. And so when the playoffs mm-hmm. got here, just as somebody who's you know looking to make a buck, I, I didn't bet a whole hefty sum on the Bills' future. I'm like, you know what? I I can afford to lose this um, this small amount of money. I like the Bengals. Now we'll see what they do against Kansas City. But I like the Bengals' chances, and they were third in the AFC playoff odds to win the AFC. And so I just I had to just take them off value. Um, so I, I wasn't shocked, but I do think people are going to have their field day with Buffalo given how that season ended for them, losing at home in the divisional round. Cincinnati and Burrow just looking like the better offense today. 
executing, running the football at defense was a sieve. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm not shocked, but also I think if you go back to the beginning of the year and you say this is how their season's going to end, I, I, I think you're kind of – you got a lot of questions. I think you got a lot of questions, that's for sure. Uh, Dak is sacked yeah, exactly. at his line of scrimmage, third and ten. Two minutes and 40 seconds to go fourth and 10. Let's bring on Zach. Let's play guess the lines here. Now, full transparency. There's a good chance me and Lucy or one of us at least knows this line, Zach, because we're phone addicts and we love football. Normally I stay away, but when you get to the playoffs, people tweet things all the time. So there's a shot. We both know this line. I more want to talk about this matchup with you guys. uh, Fifth straight AFC championship game for the Kansas City Chiefs. But Zach, let's uh, let's play Guess the Lions AFC Title Game Edition. Yeah, so it's crazy, guys. The Chiefs with the with their win, of course, and the uh, Bengals win over the Bills. This game is going to be in Kansas City, fifth straight time, as Sprague said. And prior to this, Kansas City, no other team has hosted it uh, more than four times. So it's very impressive what Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have done, especially this year after they lose Tyreek Hill. But they'll be hosting the Bengals. So what do we think the line is for that one? So I will go first if that is all right. I The line, yeah. as what I have seen, has moved a little bit. So I may know it, might not know it. But I'm going to go with the Chiefs minus one and a half. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, you might know this because last I saw it was like 45 minutes ago to an hour. And I think people want to gamble on this game because it looks like a fun matchup. Um Last I saw, pick them. So I'm going I'm to I'm ride with the pick them, and we'll see if we split the difference or if you outright got this. It was a good call by Lucy if she saw it or not. She hits it on the money. The Chiefs are currently yes. a one-and-a-half point Yes, favorite. wait, but here is how. Here is how I know this. It is because okay. the great Mike Francesa tweeted out that for the first, I think for the first time or something, the Chiefs open as underdogs against the Bengals next week. And the first time that the Chiefs have opened as underdogs, <laughs> they did not. They did not open as underdogs. That is just absolutely false. That is why, because I saw Francesa tweet it, and because he was the one who tweeted it, I love him. I love Mike Francesa. I have a Mike Francesa tank top. I love him so much, but I had to check that for myself because he is often wrong, and he will go back and say he never said that, but that is why I know the line is because Francesa, I had to fact check fact check the great Mike Francesa. Zach, let me let me ask you this. So we we talked a little bit about this game. We'll dive into it some more here. Uh, the Niners just picked up a big first down. George Kittle, the MVP, I think maybe of this game. Um, it's two minute warning now. Dallas has three timeouts, so when they come back, they need three stops to even have a chance here. San Francisco gets a first down. It's going to be a wrap. Talking about Kansas City in Cincinnati, your thoughts on the early line movement? This actually opened Kansas City. Uh, minus three to three and a half in some books. Not a lot, but there were some. This line has moved three and a half points from three to, to Cincinnati to back to Pickham to Kansas City. I mean, it might even move uh, four, four and a half at this point, the way it's gone. Just your kind of thoughts of watching the line movement in itself and, and maybe what it, what it kind of tells you as a, an early better. Yes, Greg, I'm not really surprised by the line movement because I, don't, I thought Vegas was being pretty disrespectful to Buffalo in the line today. I mean, or I'm sorry, disrespectful to Cincinnati in the line today I too. because, yeah, I mean, I feel, I mean, that line opened at like three and a half and it was bet all the way up to five, five and a half. And I thought maybe yeah. they could be sending a message like, okay, bet Buffalo. Like, I feel like most people today were on Cincinnati and they were right because that line was way off. And I think when you look at this game, 
it really depends on like, do you actually buy the narrative? Joe Burrow, he's three and zero in his career against Patrick Mahomes. He's been the one guy that has been able to beat Mahomes and Kansas City last year, going into Arrowhead and winning this game. Obviously, Mahomes not being a hundred percent, that doesn't help the matter. But I've really thought since before the season started, like the Chiefs lose Tyreek Hill, they were kind of written off a little bit. People picking the Chargers and the Broncos to win the division, but. You know, this is the same team that's going to be hosting their fifth straight AFC championship game. I feel like Mahomes and Reed, they're just those kind of guys where they're at their best when you count them out. And I feel like Kansas City being here, not a lot of people necessarily expected it. Like one and a half, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards Kansas City, but I'm curious what you guys think. Ooh, I am looking at the Bengals here because they know that they deserve to be here. They have the confidence. They can cover a spread. Whatever it is, they can cover it. They can win. I think a big factor here is Mahomes' injury. And I think the unknown of will he be not, he will not be 100%. We kind of know that. He'll be like 90% mm-hmm. at best. I mean, it, that is a, that's not a oh, great you think injury. It, you think he, it, yeah. Lucy, you think he'd be that I mean, high? I'm, I'm wondering. Probably not. He couldn't. Exactly. He got shot up clearly to numb that thing. A high ankle sprain. Those are the worst ones because they take the longest to heal. Exactly. No, I mean, they're going to like, they're going to shoot him up. They're going to, they're going to bandage that. Like they're going to configure it some way. You're right. No, it'll be like 50%, something like that against Joe Burrow. It's that's going to be tough. And I think that's why I would take Cincinnati here. And I have a lot of confidence Mm. in them because they, again, can cover a spread. Look at, look at Joe Burrow's record against Patrick Mahomes. I think all of those factors point in the direction of Cincinnati here. And I, if they end up being, favored at some point I wouldn't be shocked this week if it was it goes from like pick them to Cincinnati minus one or something like that but I I would look at Cincinnati here for sure you guys want a crazy stat yes please since 2011 the AFC championship game has been in just New England Denver and Kansas City I believe it three cities three cities have hosted the title game in in 12 years we've had We've had the same, like, three cities. That's, that's insane dominance and excellence established by Kansas City. And, you know, Mahomes comes back. He's clearly on the bum ankle, but he's Mahomes. Look, I, hey, you guys yeah. are giving out early lines. And, and I will always allow, like, opinions should be allowed to change throughout a week, right? You get more information. San Francisco just won the game. Eliza Mitchell <gasps> just ran for a first down, and that's prob- that should do it there. About minute 40, Dallas has two timeouts. So that should do it. Spray. This is huge. Yay! We need to take a yes, take a moment to celebrate hey, this. I will. Zach, I want you in the break. Let's we're gonna carry this over. I want you to hop back on in the next segment. I want to see if you can find the line. I'm gonna stay off Twitter. Lucy stays off Twitter. Let's yep. see what the opening line is. That's gonna be a fun one right there. But on Cincinnati and, and Kansas and a- City. Yes, yes. Let's go. And a clear weekend, cover. Have fun, Jerry. This weekend, Jones. I am four and oh this weekend. Yes. Hey, congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. There we go. Congrats to all there of us, go. Craig. More so to you because your team won. Thank you. Congrats and to I, you. Hey, and, and with the win, I money line parlayed Cincinnati-San Francisco today, so that's going to be a nice payout. Um, so oh, yes. we'll this see what happens this offseason with, with, with Dak and Dallas, et cetera. They're going to lose this game. Uh, back to what I was saying about Cincinnati, Kansas City. Uh, did we lose Zach? Do we not have Zach anymore? Zach just. It's quite possible. Zach was so excited that he left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but what, what, what I wanted to bring up with you guys is you guys both picked something early. And I like that. I like that. Lucy, you're going Cincinnati. Zach, you're leaning Kansas City. 
my gut wants to be Cincinnati right now. It's Mahomes. They, for whatever reason, it's they can't. They have a bit of a problem with Cincinnati the last two games that they've played. I'm, I'm more kind of just like, is, is Mahomes going to be okay enough to evade a pass rush? Like Josh Allen, we talked about uh, Joe Burrow. Everybody this week, oh, Joe Burrow's offensive line is banged up. Guys, didn't you watch that game and think? Was Joe Burrow's offensive line banged up or was Josh Allen's? Because I thought Cincinnati got after him all day, put pressure on him, sacked him. I thought he got they got the fumble late that they overturned. Like I thought they did everything they were supposed to do. And I just I, I think right now early I'm leaning Cincinnati, but I would say that spread is so thin a margin that I'm gonna allow myself a couple days before I make a bet here. I want to see what this line movement does throughout this whole week. Lucy, Zach, I'll let you go too after Lucy, but like are you guys kind of approaching it the same way? Or are you just going all in on where you lean now? Yeah, I'm. I am going. I think I'm just going to go all in on where I lean now because Cincinnati just see it feels today during the game. I had this tweet typed out, but I did not tweet it that the Bengals, I, I, my thoughts on how their season could end, are very uh, optimistic, and I don't want to jinx them that they could win a certain big game possibly. But I I have a really, really high hopes feeling for the Bengals. So I, I don't think I'm going to change my pick at all this week. And I think, I think mm-hmm. I'm going to stay with Cincinnati. And that's kind of why my feeling is more towards Cincinnati. It's how, just how well they are. I don't even think the snow was even a factor. Snow Burrow out there. It, I don't even, for, for Cincinnati at least. So I would stick with them this week for sure yeah I think it comes down to for me like I just don't know if I could see Mahomes losing the AFC championship game at home to the same team two years in a row after the way that game went last year like if you remember the Chiefs got off to a really good start and then all of a sudden Mahomes makes a mental error hitting Tyreek Hill in bounds and they didn't have enough time to get another playoff and the Bengals defense Mm -hmm. dominated them the rest of the game that's really impressive I think Cincinnati's defense is super underrated Lou Anarumo he should be getting head coaching interviews right now because for the second playoffs in a row he shut down an elite offense and elite quarterback and this is going to be another game for the ages I can't wait and really seeing knowing that Burrow was able to go into Kansas City last year and win makes it just just as much more appealing for me. Yeah, I'm with Definitely. you there, Confidence. Big Lou. I don't know if he'll – yeah, that Lucy, absolutely. Confidence. They've been there before. Burrow was interviewed in the postgame by Tracy Wolfson. And you know what? He dropped mm-hmm. a line in there, and I, I'm to paraphrase it, basically like, you know, against one of the best. I think he views himself on the same level as Mahomes, and I don't think he feels like he gets that kind of love and credit even though he's the defending AFC champion. So I think this weekend it's going to be a fun quarterback battle as obviously Patrick Mahomes and company uh, are going to try to have something to say about their little brief losing streak against Cincinnati. I, I stand corrected. Dallas is going to get the ball back with about 50 mm. seconds and some change left. Yeah. Um, so San Francisco is going to have to make one final stand, and we'll see what happens. We'll give you an update. We wrap it up, and we talk about these matchups coming up next. Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network. Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
NFL playoffs live on Odyssey. Turn of events. Non-stop coverage from the biggest sports radio stations in the country. Podcasts dedicated to each NFL team. And postseason games streaming live for free. Your playoffs. Your Odyssey. Get in the game and download the free Odyssey app today. Sports bettors, wrap up your day with BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Starring Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew on the BetQL Network. Would you rather be the head coach of the Colts or of the Cardinals right now? I think it's pretty clear the Cardinals. Just a really great place for weather. Mm-hmm. Trista basically just said this like if she got offered a job in Arizona or Indianapolis. Trista, NFL head coach, come back to reality here. BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Check out BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. With the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Two things drove me crazy this week with with Staley and the coaching of the Chargers. Number one, they built a 27-point lead. After they went up 27 to nothing, they called 25 pass plays and eight run plays. But there has to be a point where you realize, like, let's shorten the game. Let's move this clock and get the heck out of here with the win. The second thing that drove me crazy is, I'm sure you guys saw the video, uh, when Bosa threw a fit, Joey Bosa threw a fit, and Staley's picking up his helmet like he's the ball boy. You're the head coach. What are you doing picking up his helmet after he slams it down and handing it back to him? That was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen a head coach do. Why are you picking up his helmet as he throws a fit? That was ridiculous. Staley is in jail for the rest of his career. BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth. Presented by BetMGM. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Get locked into You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. With Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. So Jokic is the best player. Like, the argument's done, by the way. Like, this is a wrap. Every advanced metric, first, 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 first. His team is currently in second in the NBA. Luka's team is currently in 10th. The argument's done. Like, it's over. But that's not the way the voting has to go. And one of the reasons for that is if the two players are close enough, voters could be like, Jokic has won it twice in a row. But here's this guy who's had, like, 60-point triple-doubles, and it's just, like, carrying this team to the fifth, the five seed or the four seed or something like that. Like, they're not going to be beyond that. It's going to be Denver and Memphis. It's almost certainly going to be New Orleans after that. And then does some team in the Pacific get it together, basically? Or is Dallas going to be the four seed? That'll be, like, what we figure out. So if, if, if Luka can just make this close enough that voters have to use some subjective criteria of just, like, well, who do I want to give it to? You better you bet. 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. All right, welcome back in. Back to the futures here. We wrap it up uh, at like basically the same time as the Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers do. <laughs> now, quick, quick update. This is uh, an emotional roller coaster right now. Dallas got a decent completion to Dalton Schultz. They then had another pass, but it appears that that play, Dalton Schultz's uh, Schultz's catch, was actually incomplete. And so now there's six seconds left, and it's third and ten. Dallas has the ball, and they are – I mean, this is probably it. I'd imagine this is it unless they're going to try to do a quick, like, eight-yard out just to give Dak a couple more yards for a Hail Mary or something. But uh, San Francisco leading 19-12. to 
about six mm-hmm. seconds to go in the fourth quarter. I'll give you an up to date, even if that means cutting Lucy off at some point. But Lucy, the please catch, cut me off because the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is catch... high drama. Lucy, the catch play, real quick. That Jamar Chase yeah. catch for the touchdown. Where were you at? Like, even with the replay, did you think that was a touchdown or, or, or not? Yes, I did. I was also better. So did the I. Angles, but yeah, yes, well, yeah, sure, know, yes, but... yes, yes. No, I thought I thought it was a catch, and I when I tweeted it out, people were like, "That is not a catch." Because I, I said, "If that is not a catch, I don't know what a catch is." And plenty of people. This divided people so much, and plenty of people said, "Well, then you don't know what a catch is." And I watched that. I'm not kidding. Maybe 50 times, over and over and over again. And I still think that was a catch. Yeah. I, it was very, I, I, very obvious to me. But mm-hmm. to many people, it seemed to not be. Because it was very much, it reminded me of, is the dress blue or is it silver, gray, or whatever uh, that was. Because gold. Every, it was blue or gold. gold. Excuse <laughs> me. How could I forget that? Blue or gold. Because it, it's very obvious to me that that was a catch. But to some people, they don't see how right. people who think it was a catch see it was a catch. So I think that was a catch. That's just what I thought seeing it with my eyes, but yeah, I other people see with, you know, different eyes, I guess not as good eyes, but that was a catch to me. All right. I'm going to do something I've never done before. Dak has got the ball. Here we go. Dallas is hiking it. six seconds left. Dak drops back. He throws a quick out and it's an immediate drop. And that is the game. Wow. What a play. Jimmy Ward gets turbine to the ground and that's that game is over. San Francisco has won. There we go, baby. Yes. San Francisco goes on to Philadelphia, and they cover as well a three-and-a-half-point oh. number. The under, I was a stupid bet by me betting the over, but clearly the under is the play today. 19-12 to 12 is oh, the final sorry. in this one. San Francisco, hey, going to another, no, a third, third straight, third straight NFC championship game um, against the red-hot rolling Philadelphia Eagles. That was a great football game, a defensive slugfest. George Kittle, probably the MVP of that one. Gotta be. It's gotta be. That game was over three hours long, worth every minute of it, of all that drama and all of all of that. Just the good job. Good job, Spray. You really you pulled it off. Thank because you. Because that was it's tough to do when your team is is playing and you're doing things like this and you're focusing on the it is tough to focus because this this game could have gone I mean, at the end there, that could have gone any which way with still a minute yeah. and 40 seconds left. Then you get down to even 50 seconds left. That's a lot of time. And if even one little thing happened differently, it could have gone a lot different. Cause that was just a difference of seven points. So that was very, Oh wow. This is exciting. This you is just, big. uh, you never know the, it, it, these games come down to the wire like this all the time. You don't know if something crazy is going to happen. It was a great tackle. By the way, San Francisco's third NFC championship game in four years. I overlooked the Brady Packers NFC cha- championship game a couple years back. Uh, but they're going to their third in four years. So a hell of a run by Shanahan and Lynch. And they're doing it with a rookie quarterback. I mean, that's, that's kind of the thing here. Um, doing this with Brock Purdy, who I didn't think was very good today, but I also don't think he had great offensive line pass protection. Um, I, I keep waiting for this thing to stop the slipper to fall yeah. off and the, the carriage to turn into a pumpkin again, but they keep winning and he's now seven and zero as the starting quarterback, but he gets to go to Philadelphia, uh, against the Eagles. I'll, I'll say real quick, Lucy, I want to get your thoughts on that matchup. I actually thought Dallas lost this game, uh, one in the first half they were losing. And if you watched it, I felt like Dallas was clearly the better team. They do- dominated both sides of the lines. 
and San Francisco somehow was up 9-6. The other was Mike McCarthy being at the 49ers 45, 40-yard line and not going for it on fourth down, on fourth and five, and instead opting for a delay game to punt. That's the kind of cowardice that makes you deserve to lose a football game. And so I Dallas, I think, shot themselves in the foot twice today uh, in, a, in a multitude of ways, Dak threw two picks. But what's your, what's your kind of idea? San Francisco at Philadelphia. We'll allow Zach to look up a line if we can find one. Uh, but your, your first instincts of what San Francisco at Philadelphia will be. First instinct, San Francisco. I would go with San Francisco here because that wow. they just they I always thought I thought it was going to be a Bills 49ers Super Bowl. Obviously, the Bills will not be in the Super Bowl. Bengals 49ers yeah. Super Bowl. That's that's where I'm leaning on this. So 49ers, I would look at for sure. The Eagles don't grab me. They don't grab me the way the 49ers do. I'm like, yeah, they're really? okay. I mean, they're obviously obviously they're okay. They're very good, but they're not the team I want yeah. to root for. And I just have a, a better feeling about the 49ers here. The Brock Purdy story is excellent. There's that factor too. There's the narrative, but I I think it, the narrative checks out. It's not just a a fantastical narrative. The third string Mr. Irrelevant quarterback here is 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 winning these games is now going to be in the NFC championship game. So I would, I would definitely back the 49ers here. To see what the I spread think, is. Uh, well, I, yeah, we'll, we'll give Zach more time. If Zach can find the spread, he'll throw us, he'll throw it in the chat that he's ready. And then we'll, we'll pop him on if we can. Um, he just texts, Oh, he texts us the line. Okay. So Zach's not going to come <laughs> on. I haven't looked at my text. Like Zach, Zach, are you, I haven't looked at my text. Do you want to play guess the lines? Yeah, I have the line, thanks to Jacob. Okay. okay. Oh, shout out Jacob for that. Thank you a lot, Jacob. Let's you, let's Jacob. do this. We played it with the AFC title game. Lucy kicked my butt. Let's do it now. Lucy, you won, so you go first. But, Zach, let's play Guess the Lines. Go ahead, Lucy. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say – I'm going to say the Eagles are favored, but I'm going to say Eagles minus three and a half. Oh, that's the number I wanted. Hmm. <laughs> I I think I think the Purdy stuff, I think what Dallas did defensively and what Philly can do defensively, I kind of have no choice here. You took my number. I I'll, I'll just play Eagles minus 4. The 49ers are getting a lot more respect from Vegas than they are from you guys because the Eagles are only a one and a half point favorite they open up as wow. over the 49ers. So Vegas Whoa. is giving the Niners a real shot in this game. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm okay. going to go 49ers in this for sure. If that line okay. could move too, I could see movement happening throughout the week with that. But yeah, no, I would go 49ers there for sure. I, I like their chances. Um, I think they're going to be riding this high too. I think they're going to keep riding this high and riding through that and go, wow, this is this is something. This is very exciting. I um, So that that actually is – it's not shocking, but like it still kind of caught me off guard a little bit there, Zach, because – I, I don't know. Where where are you at, Zach? Where are you at on Purdy? Do you think this thing is going to, at some point, rear its ugly head? Because, like, today I didn't think he played that well, but Dak is the one that threw two picks, not Purdy. Purdy should have thrown one to Diggs. Diggs dropped it. But, like, where are you at on this Purdy thing? Because I think it, it basically has everything to do with that to me. This is a great 49er team, a great team. But the Purdy thing still makes a lot of people, like, wonder if, if – at some point, he's going to completely just derail what they have going. Where are you at on Purdy? So here's the thing. I'm a Purdy guy, right? I've been really impressed yeah. with what he's been able to do throughout the first five, six games of the season. And honestly, I think he should be the 49ers quarterback 
next season. I've been really impressed with what he's done. And honestly, Sprague, I heard this take uh, as a 49er guy. I'm curious for what you think. We don't have to get fully into it, but I heard someone say that Brock Purdy is the best 49er quarterback they've seen since Steve Young, better than Jeff Garcia, better than Colin Kaepernick, better than Alex Smith. And honestly, I know after today, like Mm -hmm. that doesn't look great, but that I was impressed after that Seattle game. With that being said, I kind of lean the Eagles. I think they've had a special season the whole way. I think they were being disrespected going into this giant game. And uh, I think I'm going to be on the Eagles at home for sure. That that is a ridiculous statement. Let's give some respect <laughs> some quarterbacks that had some good runs with the 49ers. I, I, I look. I like Purdy. It's a great story. We need to get some future Super Bowl odds here in a second. But I just I'm I'm kind of tired of acting like the dude's throwing for 380 yards and four touchdowns every week. Like he's, I don't know. I I, I like the Niners. They're my team. But like I'm also nervous, and I'm kind of with you, Zach. I think the Eagles are getting disrespected. Uh, I would wait for this line throughout the week. Uh, to go up let's look at this lucy updated super bowl odds and by the way really quick as we get to the super bowl odds if you're in the phoenix area or making your way to the big game come out and see the betql team we'll be broadcasting live at the bet mgm sportsbook at state farm stadium starting monday february 6th through friday february 10th if you can't make it listen on the odyssey app or you can watch twitch uh, at BetQL's Twitch channel, we'll have loads of fun guests stopping by Super Bowl week or uh, the the Super Game and all the media row stuff. They always provide such great uh, guests and content. They'll be stopping by, and uh, of course, your favorite betting angles will be available on the game all week long. Twenty five betting kiosks, two hundred and sixty five square foot video wall, and thirty eight TVs. So we will have Ooh, it dialed wow. in and ready to go here on the BetQL network. All our main shows. We'll be down in the Phoenix area. Uh, but updated odds, real quick, Lucy. I got them right here. Updated right, squads. Chiefs, Chiefs plus 230. Bengals plus 250. Eagles plus 280. Niners plus 480. I believe this will change at some point, but right now there's your updated Super Bowl odds. Where are you going? Bengals. Bengals plus 250. That speaks to me. I am going Cincinnati yeah. plus 250, and I'm going to put more than a dollar on that. I'm going to put, I'm gonna okay. put $10 on that, let's say. That is, I am um, all in. Let's go. I am pumped I'm up. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you that. I'm, I'm with you yes. on that one. I took them right before the playoffs started. They were getting disrespected, in my opinion. Joey Cool, Snowboro, as you call him. Joe, no, Joe Burrow is the truth. I'm taking them. That defense is nasty. They can run the football. I like the Bengals at plus 250. But if you're looking for odds and value, Niners at plus 480. I think that can be a pretty good one. Um, so it, it's crazy. Zach mentions in the chat, Bengals were plus 1,200 in the morning. They were plus 1,200 uh, this morning. Oh, uh, inject that into my veins. That is beautiful. I know. Mwah, I know. Chef's kiss. What a chef's kiss well, day, Sprague. What an evening. Good stuff. Good stuff, <laughs> Lucy. Great stuff, you. Zach. Thank you. Hey, a team moved on yes! that we cheered for. Thank Let's you go. to Jacob and everybody in Chicago. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys next weekend. We got the AFC NFC Championship games. And uh, keep following and watching everything here on the BetQL Network. Thanks for tuning in. Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. <laughs>